Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, their songwriting techniques, and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 222. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Sam Ryder. The viral singing sensation released his debut record last Friday, titled There's Nothing But Space, Man. In today's episode, we're speaking with Sam about the songwriting on this record, missing phone calls from Dave Grohl, and if he's visiting Australia anytime soon. Here we go. Our guest today is one of the most popular musicians to emerge during the pandemic era. Originally uploading videos of himself singing on TikTok, he spent the last year representing the UK at Eurovision and singing on stage with Queen. Last Friday, he released his brilliant debut solo record, There's Nothing But Space, Man. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Sam Ryder. Hello, sir. How are we? Hello. How's it going? Um, I just want to, yeah remind you that i've just stepped out of the shower here um so apologies and I'm ju- <laughs> you know what i'm just doing my best <laughs> uh, look regardless of out of the shower uh, in whichever kind of state you're coming in sam i very much appreciate you coming on it is an incredibly exciting time for yourself um i feel very kind of blessed that, that you're you're with us at the moment because as of right now at least in australia uh, your album, There's Nothing But Spaceman, is out right now as we speak. So firstly, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much, man. Thank you. Of course. How are you uh, How are you feeling? I imagine that there's a lot of things kind of going on for you right now. Um, I think you can easily amp up release day too much in a way. Like you can <laughs> set yourself up to – like release day, in my experience, obviously this is my first album, but singles in the past, it feels like the eye of the storm. Like it's quite calm because there's so much work and and sort of noise and strategy and all these kind of like I don't know fuss and whatnot leading up to it. Like you and then the day comes and you're like, what now? Like you're kind of like that action man <laughs> figure with the eyes going. And then um, then it starts, you know, like uh, picking up. You know, please God, <laughs> if it goes well after the fact. But um, I always. My, my, I always think the best way to do these things is to kind of have your fingers in different pies. Like, for example, the album's out tomorrow, but we've got like, a bunch of outdoor shows all around the UK that we're doing. Like, it's essentially a UK tour, and we've got um, record store signings. We're busking all over the place, so my mind needs to be on that. You know, we just yesterday filmed a New Year's Eve TV special, which is 
the most bonkers thing I've ever been a part of <laughs> musically in my whole life. It is, I, I enjoyed it so much, but I'm so glad it's done because it was so monstrously like hectic. And uh, yeah, I've, I've never sung that long in my life. Like it was a 10 hour stint that we were singing in rehearsals over and over. So my voice is like, yeah, my main um, priority right now is thinking how I'm going to just like keep my voice intact for the, uh, for the coming days. <laughs> I, can, I, I can very much appreciate that, that there's obviously a lot on your plate. Um, Sam, I was hoping to, to talk about, I feel like that in the last year and a half to two years, the world the world over, I feel like has fallen in love with Sam Ryder. And I don't mean to be hyperbolic when I say that, but I feel that it, that it's kind of true. It's that there's something about your, your voice, your showmanship. I think that a number of people have fallen in love with your sunny disposition and, and relatable personality as well. You do seem mm-hmm. even from the few minutes we've been chatting a, a lovely bloke. Um, how do you find, I guess, all this newfound um, or in the last, you know, 12 to 18 months, this, this newfound kind of fame and attention? Uh, well, first of all, bless you, mate. It's really kind of you to say. Um, appreciate that, Simon. Uh, I, I, look, I've been playing music for a long time and um, mostly to no one, you know, like touring around or playing pubs and putting petrol in my car and driving somewhere where ultimately you kind of know no one's going to be, but you play there anyway. And it's for the love and it's for the joy. I've got tons of friends that are still doing that now. And like, I, I know the struggle and I know the journey that you're on if you're a musician and, um, to be here, like seemingly anyway, on like in the first room, if like music and a career in music is a castle, I feel like over the last year or two, I've got, I've been let into the lobby. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm seeing what it's like. And um, I, like, I don't think it brings you any more happiness than you had before. Like you, so knowing that is a kind of armament against what's coming. Um, when in the eight years I was playing weddings and before that, when I was working construction and, you know, working a few jobs and trying to run a band at the same time, I found joy in music and, and, purpose and fulfillment so i know that exists without the career and all the glitzy stuff that comes after it so um yeah that sort of like helps on the journey you know keeps your feet on the ground and um understanding that you there's a an awful lot of luck and um chance that have um played their part in this whole thing as well because i know I can name a, a list, a long list of singers that could sing me into a bin. Do you know what I mean? And I, but I'm here, so my main priority is to respect the fact that I'm here and respect those that are on their journey, and um, just try and do my best with the opportunity that's come my way, and that I've been, uh, frankly, just um, very lucky to have and been blessed with. I, th- I think, and this is maybe what I was talking about before, and, and not to, to um, uh, pardon my language, not to blow smoke up your ass, Sam, but <laughs> I think that <laughs> it is the thing that, that even your answer there, it is quite humble, it is quite relatable, and that's why people are connecting with you. Um, I know that there's lots of people here in Australia that are very excited about this album. We were um, very uh, lucky enough to have a bit of a listen beforehand. 
Um, I was wanting to talk about, uh, if, if I'm allowed to, one of my favorite tracks, which was called More. I thought that was a brilliant track. Um, I think that, uh, that it kind of builds and then it's all of a sudden I found it towering in sound. Sonically, it's, it's a massive <laughs> song. Um, would yeah, you be man. able to... Sorry, would you uh, would you be able to take us, uh, yeah, I guess behind the scenes a little bit on the the inception of that song? Yeah, totally. I wrote that song um, down on the coast in the UK uh, with um, a production duo called um, Red Triangle, and then a singer, uh, sorry, a songwriter called Wayne Hector, who is um, famously known for writing "Flying Without Wings." Uh, which is an absolute belter. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these guys, like, they're Wayne's, they're, they're all of these guys, they're good friends and fantastic collaborators and talented writers and songwriters and, and lovely people. And to write a song like More, you need to be in, um, in an environment that you're comfortable with the people, you know? Like, that's mm-hmm. the essence of the song. It's about, um, it's an open-hearted song. You're talking about, like, um, the real treasures in life in a world that puts false treasures on pedestals constantly day in day out. You're, you're kind of enamored with these things that shine. Um, but they, they shine momentarily and they, they uh, like, you know, dim compared to, um, time with loved ones or like in my case, like, sitting around the table now there's four generations of my family my granddad's 90 years old got my nephews there like we're just chilling eating a curry watching tv like chatting laughing like these are the golden years this is the golden age of my life i'm living it right now and it's nothing to do with the music you know it's nothing to do uh no sorry it's of music's always a massive part but it's nothing to do with my career put it that way you know music and a career two different things um but these, this was the golden age with or without that. And so it's trying to put into music that for other people as well that feel the same way or maybe that haven't realised it yet. Because it wasn't until um, lockdown that I really realised that this was like, you know, when things slow down and you can hear the, I don't know, you, you just see the wood from the trees a little bit more because there's not everything going on all at once. And I've yeah. really started to realize, like, I was 31, man, in lockdown. Real, it took me that long to realize, like, <laughs> something that I thought I already knew. Of course, because all of us, like, say, oh, yeah, family's, like, so important to me and my loved ones and hanging out with everyone. We all say that. Of course we do. But to really actually, like, sit down and think, oh, my God, these days are, f- are going to fly. And it won't be long until I'm sitting here, probably in the same house that I am now, looking back. Uh, something that just passed like that. And it was time with these people. And, um, and it probably won't be long after that, that you're the 90 year old, you know, God willing at the table. And you're like, what the hell happened? And how am I here now? (laughs) And that's what the song is. That's the essence of it. It is. It is a beautiful song. And yeah. What's, what is the expression? Is it that you you don't realize you're in the good old days until you're out of them or whatever it may be, but that's the kind of, yeah, yeah, the essence of the song. I thought it was a beautiful song. So thank you for kind of sharing mm-hmm. that with us. Um, I know that you mentioned in lockdown uh, that there was a lot of clarity for, for I know this, this almost seems kind of silly because I think that a lot of people are aware of you and now at the end of 2022. Um, 
for those, for the few people who have been hiding under rocks for the last few years, um, you did uh, come uh, find popularity on TikTok from singing while in lockdown, which is how I think a lot of different people came to you mm-hmm. or found you through different tracks. I personally, um, again, lockdown here in Australia, scrolling through, and I see this beautiful haired man belting a song from Wicked. Um, and I think there's lots of other different people who came to you with different songs as well. Um, what was it kind of like in, in that moment where you're, you're just uploading your songs, doing what you love and then having, I think thousands upon thousands of people like it. I think Alicia Keys duetted one of the videos with you. Mm -hmm. What what was that kind of experience like when you knew, or I guess when you realized that things were kind of, uh, momentum was starting? Yeah. Um, it was, you know, just strange. I've got to take this off for a second. It's well heavy. There we are. <laughs> but it, it was just, it was incredibly strange. Um, it felt like, like I said earlier, the sing music and singing and the sort of journey of singing, the craft of singing, whatever you want to call it, like that I've been working on for so many years in different guises was starting to like, I don't know, it's like a tree that you're watering for years and you, you te- keep telling yourself one day it will flower. Like it will like bear fruit <laughs> and all your mates are going, nah, mate, that's dead. <laughs> There's no chance. And then all of a sudden, like a little sprout comes up or something. And um, yeah, it's kind of like that. Uh, and then it really started taking on a life of its own rapidly. So in the last two years, you know, it, it makes everything that I've done since I was 14 years old and picked up a guitar seem like an absolute dot almost like you could pack it all into one day of Mm. the last two years but of course it holds so much more importance than that because while you could you know arguably say it could fit into such a small like time frame of this last two years that two years just couldn't have happened without that without the years of like failure and um and skin thickening you know through um, really realising like, yeah, this is really what I want to do and I'm happy and I'll make peace with the fact that it might not happen, but I'm going to do it anyway and I'm never going to stop. I'm just going to keep trying. Um, It's almost like the kind of the rite of passage. It's where you earn your stripes and stuff like that. I can very much appreciate that. I I would, um, if if you'll allow me to, I'd I'd love to talk about the, the, the gentleman that you mentioned a second ago, 14 year old self, uh, picking up a guitar because mm-hmm. I think if I did my research correctly, the your introduction or your inspiration to start writing music was an, an artist that I would not have associated with you originally. Um, was yourself going to a Sum Forty One gig and seeing uh, them play music? Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, mate, I was some 41 daft when I was a kid. I was the <laughs> biggest fan. And I still am. I'm still a massive fan. I love that band. And... um like they, again, they've got that spirit of just continuation. They just go, go, go. And um, still smashing it now. Um, and it was them and Iron Maiden were like my heroes when I was a kid. Like, But before that, my parents raised me on amazing music. Um, Earth, Wind & Fire, Stevie Wonder, um, Beautiful South, like Queen. Uh, Queen are like my all-time favorite band, along with Iron Maiden. Um but it wasn't until, yeah, like 14 when you grab a guitar and you start like making your own listening choices, you know, <laughs> when you like, you start going to secondary school and you start hearing about bands that your parents don't have in their record collection. Um, I found an Iron Maiden CD on a bus on a school trip to a nunnery. I went to a Catholic school and there was this Iron Maiden CD just laying on the floor on this bus, which is like mental. Like, how does that happen? Who drops an Iron Maiden CD on a bus? Um, but here it was, and it changed my, like, life 100%, like, changed the course of, um, like, music for me. Brought, like, melody and, like, passion and um, that, like, heavy metal spirit as well of, like, getting stuck in and just no is not an option. Failure is not an option. Even though failure happens to you, accepting it is not an option. 100%. You, you, um, you mentioned your family just, just a second ago. Is, is anyone else in your, um, family musically inclined or musically talented? No, my mum, my mum can sing though. She, um, she can hold the tune. She'd like laugh her head off if she heard me say this, but like <laughs> some people, you know, when they sing, they're just like, what note are you even trying to hit there? But my mum can't like, she's, she like sings in the right pitch when she sings along to things. I reckon mm-hmm. she'd be handy in a choir actually, but she'd, yeah, she'd laugh if she ever heard this. <laughs> <laughs> were they, uh, I don't want to say surprise, but you mentioned some of the music they were playing before and then yourself, I think it was, um, oh, which concert was it? I think it was the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert where you ended mm-hmm. up singing with queen is that yeah so i guess firstly how was that moment but i guess for your family as well is that like a bit of a yeah um yeah oh, that was mind-blowing hard that's like i mean you have dreams as, as a kid when you're learning guitar and playing riffs in your bedroom mirror and like pretending that you're a rock star you have dreams that one day you'll be like your heroes like I want to be like Queen or I want to play in stadiums like Iron Maiden, but you don't really have the dream that I want to play with them because that seems absurd. Even when you're a kid, that's absurd <laughs> because it's like, that's not, that doesn't exist. It, like, how do you make that happen? And um, so, yeah, when like, I mean, like I said, Queen, uh, just such an important band for me and Freddie's like legacy and what he like brought to the table vocally and as a songwriter and as a person, um, it just it, like holds so much weight and continues to do so in my life. Uh, so when that happened, when I got that phone call, 
are like pre- <laughs> are basically like welled up you know I was sitting in the car and I was like, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And the cool thing about the story is, um, (laughs) if it wasn't cool enough, (laughs) is I had a missed call on my phone. Uh, When Dave Grohl introduced me on that night, he said, um, I don't know if anyone caught it, like uh, this person, we, we called this person and 20 minutes later, he got back. The reason it didn't take me like one second to get back is because I missed the call because I was flying up in a Spitfire, like an old <laughs> World War Two aircraft, like yeah. absolutely famous, like Merlin engine Spitfire, just around the skies of Britain with my friend Francis, who's this like really well-known train spotter here in the UK. Hmm. And um, yeah, I, and then I landed and realised there was a missed call and it was Dave Crow and Queen. <laughs> How cool is that? <laughs> I'm even even having a story like that in any kind of career is incredible, and I think the fact that yeah, yeah, you're able to kind of say I was doing this with uh, yeah, I, I I love that story. <laughs> um, mm. I mean, it, like, it was a, it was an amazing night, man. I mean, like obviously we're paying tribute to someone that was gone too soon, like. Um, Taylor again, like what an inspiration to so many young musicians and a reminder for older musicians that um, it's not just about being like a successful musician. It's about the energy that you carry throughout that, like the massive smile on his face behind the drums and the passion and the energy. 100%. I think that um, I know before you mentioned that, that in your thirties in lockdown, and I think you and I might be roughly around a similar age. Um, I think mm-hmm. for people born in our generation, that Taylor was a very special kind of musician to to people who listen to rock and indie mm-hmm. rock and things like that. So, yeah, I can imagine it was it was a very special experience for yourself. Um, mm-hmm. I was hoping to talk about, as we mentioned, the world over seems to love Sam Ryder. There are a lot of fans here in Australia. And I think I'd be kind of remiss if I didn't, uh, obviously won't press for too much information, but ask, is there any chance that we'll be able to uh, see you down here at any point? Is there going to be a tour? Will we be able to do this face-to-face? Um, I'm sure. I, I I have no idea. I'm not holding any information from you. The, the <laughs> truth is I just don't know. But what I do know, the team around this project is like they, uh, they're tenacious and they uh, they don't miss a thing. So <laughs> when the time is right, I'm sure they're already away planning it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be there just as soon as we can possibly be there to, um, yeah, to, to say hi and to say thanks in person and to, uh, yeah, get the ball rolling over there. That is very exciting. I know that, um, yeah, as I said, there seems to be a lot of love for you the world over. Are you... I guess having having a look at what the next year holds, as you mentioned, there was a New Year's special without divulging too much or giving away too much. Are you allowed to talk about what's going to happen on that or is that more of a secret? For Yeah, I can. It was all announced um, yesterday. So we've got uh, Melanie C from the Spice Girls. She's joining us. Incredible. Uh, Sigrid uh, is an amazing singer, songwriter, a friend of mine. Uh, there's a, an amazing choir in London called House Gospel Choir that just wicked and justin hawkins from the darkness uh yeah just a collection of absolutely banging tunes some of the new record as well and yeah some covers that are some of my favorites there's going to be some big moments in this show 
That is very exciting and, and quite an eclectic mix of people, I feel. So I think that's mm. going to be definitely one to watch for those who do have access to, to the BBC. Um, it is on the BBC, I believe. I'm correct. Yeah, BBC One. Um, like I said, this year and, and any years, like New Year's a time to, to celebrate, but also, you know, if people have had a rough one, um, we're all going forward together, you know. So I think it's about creating an environment that celebrates that. And um, like like I said, we're all going in the same direction, so we may as well go there together, and that's what the show uh, is intended to um, sort of portray and carry energetically. I love that. If that I makes think that, sense. No, it does. It does. <laughs> um, it, for yourself, even possibly outside of your career-wise, just in general, as we said, it's coming to the end of the year. Is there anything, I guess it, it might be, I don't know how you are with New Year's resolutions and sticking to them, but is there anything mm-hmm. that you'd like to get done in the new year, whether it be music-related or not? Um, I've got, like, goals and milestones that I'd, I'd love to reach and ambitions and stuff like that. But this year, none of the things that happened that have been so incredible were ever on, like, a list. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because like, they're too wild to have put on the list. So <laughs> um, going forward with that in mind, I quite like the idea of letting life weave the magic in the background and sort of going with the flow and, and focusing what I need to focus on, the things that are within my control, like my quality of work, my, um, you know, what I'm doing for my health, like my sleep, my diet, um uh, things that keep me, um, I guess, in a state where I'm able to do my best work and uh, like be grateful and respectful for the position that I find myself in now, you know? 100%. I think those are very understandable and they're always good ones. I think that sometimes some of the basics like health, things like that, they kind of get overlooked. But if, if you're doing those, I think mm-hmm. you're on the right kind of track. Um Sam, lastly, we would usually ask, I guess, what they're currently listening to. Is there anything at the moment that's kind of on high rotation for yourself? Well, I've been listening to this, the New Year's Eve show that I put together mm-hmm. nonstop for the past month. And I just picked, like, went on Spotify today and I was like, oh my God, I can listen to anything that I want now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like trying to ingrain things in my head in a short space of time. Um, so I listened to uh, the new Number of the Beast remaster from Iron Maiden today. It was wicked, man. Lovely Solid to dive choice. back into that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to get back into it, that's definitely a, a strong mm-hmm. way to do it, yeah. <laughs> um, Sam, thank you so much for your time today. I do appreciate it. Congratulations no on the thank album. You. There's nothing but space, man. But, um, yeah, thank you for being on the pod. Bless you. Have a lovely day. Peace. that's our show a massive thank you to sam Ryder for his time there's nothing but space man is out now and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to buy the record we also want to give a huge shout out to thomas at warner music australia for helping out with today's interview if you like this show please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released we release new shows each wednesday and friday morning and we now have a patreon which you can find within the show notes of this episode you can follow the playlist profile on Spotify and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Until next week, cheers.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.